Welcome to the Ruby Slipper Podcast. You have everything inside you to live your life on purpose. Just click your heels, step into your Ruby Slippers and head home to yourself. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Ruby Slipper Podcast. I am Rosie, your host, and I'm so grateful that you chose to put me in your ears today. Thank you very much. I hope that you pull some gems out of this podcast and that it makes your life happier as a result of listening to it. Shine in your ruby slippers and get weekly inspiration. Join Rosie's mailing list at www.rosynerney.com. So topic today is how to be a hard ass but not an asshole. This is me <laughs> generally. Uh, I get a lot of feedback from people when I coach them when I mentor them, when I speak at events, they're like, oh, she's just so real. She just says it how it is, but not in an like asshole way. So this is something that people, majority of people and the world in general struggles with because people think that you can't be assertive, that you can't stand up for yourself, that you can't stand up for what you believe in unless you are being an asshole. Um, they worry that if you, if you say certain things or do things in a certain way that people are going to think that you're mean and they're going to take it this way and that way and blah, 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 blah. And if you come from a egotistical place, which means you're being led by your ego and your ego is the part of you that is totally self-focused, it's not focused on anyone else, it's all about me, 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 I, I, I. If you come from that place, that is what people are going to feel. And unfortunately, that is what the majority of people do. When they need to have a tough conversation or say something that possibly may be a little bit confrontational, They come from this space of, well, they're scared. If you're going into a conversation, you're scared. So you're like, oh, gosh, better like armour up, Um, which as Brene Brown. So Brene Brown is like the guru on this kind of stuff. You can have a tough conversation. You can call it how it is, but you don't have to be mean in the process. It's just about being honest, but in a way that's not hurtful. So you, before you approach it or before you say something, you consider – the other person's feelings. You consider how they're going to feel, the impact that it's going to have on them. And so because you're not just thinking about yourself, you're thinking about other people in the situation, it helps you to craft what you say in a way that is caring while still being firm. So an example of that, which I'm sure any female listener will be able to relate to, is if You ask someone's opinion on what you're wearing. How do I look in this? What does this make me look like? So really when you're saying that, you want someone to be honest, but at the same time, you want them to be kind. You don't want someone to say, you look fat. Because like you would hear that and you'd be like, like it would hurt. It would be really, really, really hurtful. Um, Especially if that is an insecurity that you struggle with. If, you know, you put a project together and you say to someone, you know, what does this look like? And you'd worked really hard on it and you're really proud of it. And someone goes, you know, it's just not up to the mark. Go back and try again. You would just be like, oh, 
like deflated, really deflated or, you know, for anything that we do, when when we really try to make something good or we make an effort with something, we want feedback but we don't want someone to just tell us that it's great if it's not great but we don't want someone to be an asshole. So it's finding that middle ground which if you look up Brene Brown, she's like a master on this. She is one of the teachers that I look to for life advice in general, leadership advice definitely. So I highly recommend you follow her and follow her work. The way that you be firm but not be an asshole is to come from your heart, not from your head. So I'll go back and give you the example of, you know, someone that's wearing something that probably looks terrible on them. You could say to them, you know, I can see why you've picked that. I know that you love and, you know, pick something, see something that they would love and tell them that and, you know, whatever the situation is. So if it's the dress or if it's a project or whatever it is, just saying, you know, oh gosh, I can see why I love that because ABC about it totally just represents you. Um, and then come in with a, I am going to be totally upfront and honest I love this and I love that, blah, blah, blah. So giving them a compliment. But then coming in and going, I just maybe don't feel that it's not your best work, but just saying that I don't feel like it presents you the best way you can be presented. Want more tools to help you live your purpose daily? Don't leave your ruby slippers on the shelf. Click your heels at www.rosynerney.com and check out her free online course now. So just finding a way to come back to them with, uh, it's actually not great, but I'm not going to chop you down in the process of me telling you that. So in order to do this, you have to, have some self-awareness, be calm, be grounded, but be prepared to be honest as well. But it's finding a way to be honest that is not mean. So a lot of people really like me because of that. Like that's my honesty is my one of my two top values and I just – it's how I operate and I do it in a way that is not an asshole way. So, for example, if I'm – coaching people and saying to people, you know, like your life, I was at an event this morning and I was talking to the group of people that I was talking to and I said, you know, your life is going to happen one way or another, whether you do something on purpose or whether you let it go via default. Next month's going to be here, the month after that's going to be here, the month after that's going to be here, like it's coming. So you have a choice. You can do something about it so that it heads in the direction that you want it to or you can do nothing which means you just get what you get. But either way, it's going to happen and I would highly encourage you to choose a way that is going to fill you up. So I'm being very blunt, right? I'm being very honest. I'm not fluffing around and giving people coded messages. Do you know how much people don't like coded messages? Like really, it confuses people. It makes their life difficult. They're trying to figure out what you're saying. Life is complicated enough. We are so overwhelmed with so much stuff these days The worst thing you can do is give someone a coded conversation. Like if I go to an event and I'm listening to someone speak and my eyes start to like squint and my head does this like tilt to the right and I'm like, so what are you actually saying? Can you just like just spit it out so I can understand it? What are you actually 
saying. And I like it, it confuses me and it loses me and then I can't remember what they've said anyway. When you are clear, when you are concise, when you are to the point, you make an impact. You help people by doing that but by doing it with kindness. So it happens regularly in, in my work. People will come to me and they'll say to me, you know, how do you think I was going this? And I'll say, okay, look, I'm going to give you an honest, constructive answer. And sometimes even just doing something like that, if someone asks you a question, just saying, okay, I'm going to put this really honestly, um, but I want you to know that I'm not coming from a place of trying to attack you or anything like that. I'm coming from a place of you've asked my opinion. I'm going to be honest with you because – I that's what you've asked me to do and then you know wrap it up and put a bow on it so it's not so doesn't feel icky so I have people come to me like okay so what's what do you think I'm going with this and I'm like look honestly this could be improved if we looked at this area this could be improved and then I say look I understand that that feels really uncomfortable for you it feels uncomfortable for most people so going back and relating to the feelings that they're feeling and telling them that you understand them that it's okay for them to feel like that and you're not saying they're a bad person or anything like that. You're just saying, look, I understand why you feel like that and how about we try this? But And then I will be very bluntly honest. I'll say, look, if you do want to achieve what you want to do, if you do want to head in the direction that you want to do, you are going to have to do A, B and C. If you don't, it's not going to happen. And I'm not telling you that to be mean or a hard-ass. I'm telling you that because... I want you to achieve your potential. Let Rosie guide you to find your ruby slippers and learn how to use them. www.rosienanny.com This is what I mean about the ego space and the heart space. When people know that you are coming from a place of genuine concern for them, that you are invested in them, that it's not your ego or anything like that, that you are concerned for them, then they take it a lot easier. When you're coming from a place where you're just, me, 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 I, 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 well, I think that looks this and I think that looks that and actually, you know, I don't think that's really going to work and you don't have anything constructive to say, you don't have any positive feedback, you don't have anything to try and help them get on the, the right direction, that's when you're an asshole because the only person you're thinking about is yourself and you being right and you having an opinion. If you want to give people feedback, constructive criticism, anything, in any situation in life, you have to think about where the other person is coming from. You have to. You have to think about how they're going to feel. You have to think about what they're going through. You have to think about, gosh, they might have mustered up a lot of courage to come and ask this question. So how can I help them in a way that isn't going to harm them, that is going to help them instill belief in themselves so that they can keep going forward and do what they want to do? So like, it's like a little kid, right? If a little kid comes to you and they are looking for parenting, they're looking for hope, they're looking for healing, they're looking for someone that's going to help them, guide them further down the, the track and they're coming to you with a concern and you're just like, oh, just go away, like I've had enough, I'm too busy today, like rah, 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 I can't do this and you know what, just suck it up. Your sister did this to you. Just put the toys away, go sit down. I don't have time for this. Like you just crush them. You absolutely crush them. And it's we think it's different for adults. It's no different. You still crush people. So the way that you cannot crush people or a child is to turn to them and say, 
you know, I can see you're really upset or I can see this. Like acknowledging something about them first. Acknowledge something about them. And then once you've acknowledged that, going, okay, I can see this, what's happening. This is what I can see. From my point of view, this is where, you know, this is where your sister, like for I'm talking my kids, for example, this is where your sister might be coming from. This is what mummy's doing at the moment. So there's just a lot of other stuff going on at the moment um, that is contributing to the chaos right now. So what's going to be really beneficial is for you to take some time out, do this, blah, blah, blah. How do you think that will make you feel? So then in the beginning, you've acknowledged their feeling and then you give them some feedback. And then when you've given them like a constructive answer so that they can move forward and actually do something with it, then check back in with them again. How does that make you feel? So anytime that I'm coaching someone or mentoring someone, I will finish it with, how do you feel? How does what we talk about, how has it made you feel? And, and then I say, I want you to be honest with me. If you don't feel like we've found the solution or if you're just nodding your head because like you think that's what I want, I want you to tell me the truth because I can't help you unless I actually know what's going on. I need you to be really honest with me. It's okay. I can handle it. So I'm not just going back to them, dumping feedback on them and walking away. I give them feedback, but then I also ask them to give me feedback. So in doing that, you are creating a safe space. You are creating an environment of trust. You are creating something that's like, okay, you're going to give to me. I'm going to give back, but then I want you to give back to me as well, because I want to make sure you're safe. I want to make sure you're okay. This is why people struggle to ask for help, right? This is why people struggle to go to people and say, this is what I'm struggling with, blah, 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 because they're scared of being judged. They're scared of being put down. They're scared of being told they're stupid. They're so scared of all that kind of stuff. So people don't ask for help. And this is why people continue to struggle. If we do not collectively come together as a human society and fix ourselves so that we can have tough conversations with people without being assholes, the world is just like we're seeing it now. There's just so many things that don't need to happen if people could just sit down and have a kind but firm conversation with someone. See Rosie with her ruby slippers on, trying to find them underneath the mountains of motherhood. Follow her Instagram at Rosie Nerney. So there are times in, in those conversations, we just need to zip it. We need to not talk. Talking is not going to help the situation at all. You just zip it. That's what you need to do. And there are other times where you then respond. Another thing about that kind of stuff as well is, listen, if people don't feel heard, if people don't feel like you're actually listening to them, then you're an asshole. Well, okay, you're not an asshole. That's name calling. You're behaving like an asshole. You have to listen to people. If you don't want to be an asshole, listen to people. Really Listen, put your agenda aside, put the things that you are thinking or wanting aside and listen to people. And the way that people know that you're listening to them is for you to repeat things that they have said to you back to them. Rather than listening to respond, listen so that you can receive and then you can repeat it back to them. Because when you do that, you are going to, again, build trust. If you don't want to be an asshole, but you still want to have tough conversations or you still need to be like a bit of a hard ass at times, build trust. Build trust. That's it. As soon as you build trust, as soon as you create an environment of safety 
as soon as people know that you're coming from a space of I'm giving you this feedback to genuinely help you not to be an asshole, then they are okay with receiving the feedback. But if if you're giving feedback to someone and they feel scared, they feel threatened, they feel bullied, they feel attacked, they feel like you are ready to just like get the knives and dig it into them, then you are being the asshole. You're not you're not giving them what they actually need. You're not going to help them at all. Like zero. Not going to happen at all. If you want to help people, you've got to like check yourself. Go, okay. And even just reflecting on the last time you had a conversation with someone when they came to you with something that you could either give them feedback for, they came to you with a problem. They came to you with something or they asked your opinion about something. Did you tell them the truth? Did you lie about it? Did you sugarcoat it? Did you like dress it up in a fancy outfit and then pretend oh I just I can't even do that mean stuff put in like a fancy outfit it's just confusing and then causes so much trouble what did you do when you gave your feedback because I'm telling you now if you're not being honest with people and if you're not putting stuff out there um, in a way that's constructive that's going to help them you are not helping them and you're not thinking of them you're thinking of yourself you're thinking of the way you're going to be perceived you're thinking about how is this going to impact and affect me and that's not helping them. If helping them is being honest, if helping them is having that tough conversation, if helping them is saying, actually, no, that that really wasn't how I wanted it, but you know, I'm super grateful for what you've done and let's look at ways we can improve it together. Can we brainstorm together? Would you be willing to work with me because I'd love some of your ideas? You've just told someone that what they did was rubbish in a really nice way. That's it. There are so many better ways to do this and hopefully one day people will learn that. (laughs) So I'd love to hear what your top takeaway from this episode was. Please come over to my social channels and let me know. And if you found some gems in this, share it because I'm telling you now, this world needs more people that know how to be a hard ass, but not an asshole. We need it so bad. Please share this. If you think this would be helpful, please share it share it on your socials, tag me in it so I can come and say hi. And as always, thank you for choosing to put me in your ears to give you my version of what living on purpose wearing your ruby slippers looks like. I hope it's helped. Let me know. I look forward to catching you on the next episode of the Ruby Slipper podcast. Rosie loves kicking up her heels in her ruby slippers to help her with her purpose. Rate and review us wherever you listen. 